0: Singing and dancing. (laughs) Suddenly I break into song. That is isn't musical. What do you want me to say? Tell her how to behave. What are we going to do? That is the sound of ticket holders demanding their money back.
1: New Smash.
2: Hello and welcome to another edition of TV Tuesdays. As we continue our journey through season one of the NBC musical series Smash, we've arrived at episode eleven: the arrival of Uma Thurman in the episode "The Movie Star." And I am very thrilled to welcome back my good Judy and co-host of my other show, Two Gays Watch. It's Aaron Holman.
1: Woo! I'm here. <laughs> You're here.
2: Fade in on I'll this gay. Uma Thurman.
1: Is this is this the right place? Is this the right place? I'm in the right <laughs> place.
2: <laughs> I'm so happy to have you back. You haven't been here since episode two.
1: I know. I've. Um, I think it was I've episode been... two, right? It was. It was. And I fucking love this episode. So I'm really excited to be back on the show. I'm excited. Well, this is to one of my deal. favorite
2: episodes of this, of the season. I have to say.
1: Well, to be honest. I hated it when I first watched it. But you know what? Watching it back again with a different sort of view. Lola Thurman understood the assignment. She know what I mean?
2: Genius. A genius actress in the show.
1: Yeah. She's a brilliant actress in everything. A singer, she may not be. But she knows that. It is. Yeah, she does. And she makes it work. And I just she did some incredible acting in this episode well and
2: she she did a performance that i think a lot of actresses would be afraid to give which is i think normally if you did this it would be an actress that actually can sing but it's like pulling back their voice to do it but she actually does just have a subpar singing voice and i feel like she's aware (laughs) of that and so she's being oddly vulnerable by like you know like because i don't think she's not trying on the show i think she's doing as good <laughs> as she can do and that's like a bits. very specific performance to give i'm like girl well know.
1: you know as i always say uh if you got it blunt it um no uh, she was in the producers and you know what oh, like gosh. this is her singing voice yeah i think that is a hundred percent true and um man, she acts the shit out of it. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> what I'll say about her singing is that she is a brilliant actress. She
2: is, when it comes to her singing, she's very pretty.
1: <laughs> she's
0: uh. very gorgeous.
1: I also
2: I've always been a huge Irma Thurman fan ever since like I guess the first thing I ever knew her from was probably Poison Ivy from Batman and Robin, which I know people say one is, one is a terrible the...
1: movie. Like One of like the gay, like, I don't know, landmark checkmark moments is when you discovered Poison Ivy and wanted to be I would her. say it should be. I'm pretty sure it was. For all of us gaydies who grew up in the 90s, I'm <laughs> pretty sure uh, Robin with his nipples <laughs> on his suit and uma thurman as poison ivy are you fucking kidding me we all when she
2: does that strip tease out of the gorilla costume like come on that was like gay camp i was like this is insane
1: healing it i'm just like you
2: boys aren't gonna fight over little old me now are you (laughs) like just like doing her best (sighs) may west impression i was like
1: talk Uh, about your cold shoulder I Mrs. Freeze when I pulled her, her flag. This is this a one-woman one woman show. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like, oh, man. So uh, Uma Thurman has always been great. She always will be great. And I was just so happy to... What a! I wasn't expecting Uma Thurman to show up on Smash. No. Do you know what I mean? No, I don't think anyone <laughs> was. I, <can't> remember, <laughs> I think it was
2: my, my friend Joey who's been on the show. He had a, a theory... That like they weren't sure who they had booked as this part yet. and They were still like talking oh. to a couple of people because it takes forever for her to get here. And we're like, what is the hold up? And so I wonder if they just kept stalling it. So we'll never, so
1: we'll ScarJo wasn't available. We take oh it. <laughs> they weren't gonna get ScarJo. Give me a break. Hey, well, first of all, a she'd singer. be too.
2: She'd be too like good. That's the thing. She'd be too like. Oh, they could make that work. Like they could make Scarlett Johansson Marilyn. You can't make Uma Thurman Marilyn Monroe. That's the thing. <laughs> she's not someone that would ever play marilyn monroe even when she was age appropriate she's just not a marilyn monroe type she's she's like six feet tall (laughs) she's six feet tall she's not marilyn she
1: towers over everyone Uh,
2: well should we dive into the episode let's do okay let's dig deep (laughs) i want to dig Deep. Okay. Um, (laughs) the episode opens and we see the cast and crew of Bombshell buzzing with excitement for the first rehearsal of newly arrived movie star Rebecca Duval. We also see Julia finally sick of Tom and Sam's constant flirting and insists they finally go out on a proper date. Uh, which I was like, yeah, wait, can we move this storyline along? We get it. You two are crushing each other. Like in real gay world, you would have already like probably had sex.
1: Yeah, but. Uh, th- that brings up something that Later. Yeah. Sam brings into the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. Uh, very reserved, a little conservative. So it's yeah. like, they've still just been flirting in the, uh, you know, in the rehearsal room. The how
2: rehearsal
1: would you room. feel if, you know, one of your friends, how would you feel if Sam just like saw you flirting in proximity to someone and then finally was just like, can we get it on already? And like booked you a date. Do you think that's cool? I so think how it's would pretty you feel cool.
2: about that moment? I thought that was cool, only because like they clearly wanted to do it. They clearly were like excited about the date the second she did it, and I, I feel like they're such close friends. Like she, she, she knew what was good for him, mm-hmm. and they were just like they were going in circles. They were just like floating yeah. in circles, and it's like, what's the holdup? Both of you are single. Like you're not seeing that boring Republican lawyer anymore. Like you're single, so go on a date. What's wrong with you?
1: Mm-hmm. But I also, will say, I mean, I could pick. I'm just sort of like splitting hairs here. But in that moment, uh, Sam, when I don't even know what it is, but uh, Christian Burrell's character, he he says something. He does something flamboyant. He like. Oh, he's like, "Ooh, girl, ooh, girl, ooh, girl, or whatever he yeah, does." Yeah, ooh, And I was makes like, a little oh, affectation. And then yeah. Sam's response is like, he looks at him and he's just like, "Never do that again." And I just, you know what, NBC, I'm gonna clock you on it. Stop with the homophobia. Like, why are the gay characters that we're getting <laughs> in this show about musicals? Why does I he have say, any resistance to him being feminine? I'm just. Okay, like, here's the thing.
2: I don't think it was stuff. so much about being. Fe- for me, I never took it as him being too feminine. It was just like, that's so not Tom's personality. And I think he was just trying to be like funny. Like, I'm going to be extra charming and funny. And it was actually like manifesting as whatever. That Fair was. enough.
1: Fair enough. I'm not going to jump ahead, but it's- <laughs> tying it with something that happens later mm-hmm. is part of the reason that like this moment sort of Ooh, sticks out to me in another way of it's like wait a minute maybe i don't love the sam character as much as i thought oh interesting
2: well as we go into our first clip of the episode we see rebecca aka uma thurman finally entering the rehearsal space and the dive right in with her opening number let me be your star as we go into our first clip
0: rebecca would you like to warm up
2: with
1: larry before we start No. some of the best camp in the whole series righty then
0: a girl with a hunger for fame and a face and a name to remember the oh no fades away because as of today norma jean's gone She's moving. <laughs> Where you are. Yeah. Okay then. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, oh. Okay then. I think Derek hit it on the. On the okay. Okay then. Okay then. Okay. We've heard enough. <laughs> we've heard enough. <laughs> Hysterical. Wow. Okay.
2: I must have rewatched that part like a billion times when this episode came out because I was just like, really I need to funny. See it like crazy. Well, because also, like, she, uh, towards the end of it, she's not even doing a Maryland voice. She's doing, like, a weird, like, mid-Atlantic, like, old 1940s <laughs> voice. It's like, that'll make you fall. <laughs> Like, I'm like, what are you doing?
1: Like, <laughs> I singing. really love it. I just think it's, <laughs> I, I just think it's neat. <laughs> I just love,
2: like, talk singing, but through, like, a whisper.
1: Like, fade in. <laughs> I, like, um, I like the physical choices she's sort of making. Uh, yeah. uh, as you can see, like when she slips into the character, she takes the jacket off and is like, <laughs> I'm ready to get to work. She goes, stands by the piano, but then her body is just sort of like a limp noodle. <laughs> <Yes>. like- <laughs> it's very like she's slinky, like. like, like mm.
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm and it's mad like,
1: and- why? That marilyn, is that who she is to that's you? her
2: that's her marilyn
1: <laughs> i also just sort of like that uh there's a part where she's like it's norma jean's gone she's moving on She sort of yeah, like, she's like flailing her arms around. Her arm. <laughs> Like she can't lift them. Is
2: what it looks well Marilyn's like. so weak and you know, you know demure. Oh, oh it's,
1: good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's all good. Uma. And just
2: the I love like the choice of just doing like a slow camera pan over everyone's faces in the room. Just go <laughs> through like all of the ensemble, then all of the creative team. Uh, and over. everyone's
1: face is just like that shock and awe. But that shock of, like, moment. she's
2: a movie star, so I have to, like, not, ins- like, I have to pretend like I'm not, like, mortified, but she's terrible.
1: <laughs> I love it.
2: So I feel like Hollywood people, you have to, like, baby them a little bit. You have to, like, lie to them a little bit. You can't just be like, that's terrible. Because then they'll just it, well, freak exactly. out and withdraw.
1: Exactly. And she's... uh you know to be fair she's the star that they brought to like she's, she's the bringing name the money. coming to the show so it's she's saving like, the show technically she is saving the show we <laughs> haven't even gotten to boston yet and she needed to be brought in you know
2: <laughs> yeah oh man any other thoughts on the song
1: before i move forward <laughs> um i just really funny just gonna point this out a song that we get later on is uh the dig deep number which um can't wait to dive into that but she makes a line she makes a point about it in a scene just a little while later where she's like i you know i'm really worried about that ballad dig deep but she's not worried about let me be your star yeah i'm just saying i'm just just saying what's going on she's not oh, worried God,
2: i can't even i can't even okay i love the well i'll get to it it's, it's, yeah i all of that i agree i'm almost like girl 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 there are some that's bigger the song you're wor- that's the song you're worried about you're not worried about <laughs> like Never give all the heart. You're not worried about let me be your star. You're not worried. Like, like you've got bigger fish to fry, honey. Then like <laughs> in history, there's this doctrine called. I would, kill,
1: <laughs> I would kill to hear her dude do, uh don't forget me. <laughs>
2: <No>. <laughs> and don't forget me. Don't forget please take me. care. And,
1: and don't, don't forget me. me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh
2: man! I would love to see that. I would love to see a full version of her from the preview episode, like a few episodes from now. Where they, actually, that might be my favorite episode, where we see like her in performance, like doing their Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, when she does "Happy Birthday," that's uh, happy I can't even. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. <Mister> director. director.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh man! Well. We see the creative team start to go into panic mode about Rebecca's singing voice. They scramble to find (laughs) some way to get her through the show. Derek suggests using Karen and the other shadow selves, quote unquote, more in the show and even campaigns to get Ivy back in the cast. Karen worries that with Ivy back in the cast, she may potentially lose her role as understudy. The next day, we see Rebecca going through a new number of Tom called Dig Deep. She's still visibly still out of her comfort zone, and the bitchy cast gossip is at an all time high. So I do love hearing this, like, (laughs) the stripped down version of Dig Deep. Like, just.
1: Oh, me too.
2: Just like, like, he was created to not (laughs) change. Watching her go through that song, I was like, this is insane.
1: She also has that really good moment, like they're doing the acting, the scene going into oh it, you know, God. and and then she's just like, I want to be a star or whatever the fuck she says. And then I really the music starts. Great actress. actress. Yeah. And uh, the music <laughs> starts and she immediately just goes, and now the scene's just getting This is started. what I'm talking about. It's just getting the good. scene's just getting good and I pass into song. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like, delusion the scene wasn't spectacular it
2: wasn't it it was like great
1: (laughs) yeah i'm like "Girl,
2: girl
1: can you finish the assignment
2: girl uh, then Derek pulls Karen aside to thank her for the hard work from the week before as understudy, and again she makes him go into a catatonic daydream state again, seeing her as Marilyn in his dreams, imagining her singing <laughs> "Our Day Will Come" by Amy Winehouse. <laughs> I will vote this for scenes I could have seen cut from the episode for two hundred. Like this. is Oh like, my
1: god! And see, that's what you're saying about it. That's what your opinion is on it.
2: I was like, I didn't need. I did not need to like
1: see like, hey, Dick. Do you will be needing me? Okay. Just like. <laughs> well, it's so funny because it's so funny because that was her fear, right? It was like, oh my God, if Ivy comes back, then I don't even blah, blah, blah. And like the way that Derek says it, he's just like, Karen, come over here. Come here. <laughs> he just like Karen, looks at her and he's like, Karen, I'm not going to need you anymore. Okay. You're going to need me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> You know, for for oh for goodness. the part, we're oh. not gonna need you. <laughs> okay, you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's all right, but funny. You're like this. This one could be cut. I just have, I have a personal connection to this song that I just really love it, and it's a good song. Um, well, I don't know. It just means a lot to me, and I really enjoyed this one from Karen. I think that. As often as they try to put in music that is just not connected to Marilyn Monroe or the show,
2: yeah. I think
1: this was one of the only successes doing
2: that. I at least, yeah, I guess that's the It at least feels some, it didn't take me thread. out
1: of the plot entirely. You know, it gave me a nice moment of like, okay, I see what Karen does that's nice and Marilyn, sure. but honestly. She's a terrible Marilyn Monroe. Oh, terrible! She's—I'm sorry, she's terrible in life. And
2: (laughs) sorry, but she's terrible. Oh man, she's terrible. Um,
1: But like, I think this outfit looks great on her.
2: (laughs) The outfit did look great in terms of the singing and the number. I love the dress.
1: My God!
2: (laughs) I'm not Team Karen. I can't get—I can't get down with her as Marilyn. It makes me uncomfortable.
1: All right, uh, I mean, I'll just be controversial. This is my favorite Karen moment, I think. I don't okay. know if she does anything better. See, my favorite Karen <laughs> moment is
2: still 20th Century Fox Mambo.
1: Okay, that one. Because that that's one. the only time I was that like, that's pretty good. Who really does, does that
2: one better? Fox um, so, yeah, moving right along, later... Julia catches up with Frank to discuss a call from Leo's school about his declining performance at school. Julia takes responsibility, but also urges them to work together to get a better handle on the situation with him. Frank wants to hear none of it and storms out. As we go into our second clip, the next day at rehearsal, Rebecca gets into a discussion with Derek about her ideas for the show.
0: So, Marilyn Monroe, she was part of the, you know actors studio mm-hmm. we should see I just it in the classes the characters yeah, okay, the, the problem with that is that in this scene we just <laughs> don't really have enough time to get into all of it. that's exactly <laughs> my point there really isn't time in any of the scenes to dig into her psyche they're too short i mean personally i'd rather see longer scenes a little less singing and dancing you <laughs> know yeah well it is a musical after all yeah but that doesn't mean it can't be deep and smart i mean in that song it's Boring. I mean, it should be more fun. Okay. Okay. You know what? Um, this sounds like a longer conversation. What? I'm driving you crazy, aren't I? No, not at all. Yes, yes,
2: I
1: am. I know. I'm such a pain in the ass. I'm sorry. I'm driving you crazy, aren't I? I'm the worst. (laughs) i'm the worst but i will not change <laughs> it's
2: like, i'm not gonna change anything i just said but i am the worst i'm so sorry <laughs> i love
1: it that's you know and that's what that's how uma thurman was the right person for this role she is a movie star she she really is this woman i mean she's obviously acting and hamming it up but like she's a superstar so i love it now, what do you think of her
2: thoughts? What do you think of the thoughts that she was sharing with of? I think
1: they're horrible. <laughs> I think like, I think, like I said, it's can you just finish the assignment as it was written? Can we get one read-through from you? And then we can talk about, I don't know, maybe five changes. What <laughs> like, also, this isn't here's how you.
2: The last thing this script needs is more scenes, like we need to like we we don't need more ideas, we need to find some way to make this actually a coherent show in general,
1: Streamline that shit, yeah,' this
2: this the Maryland musical, as it exists based on the material we've seen written, it's like a stream of consciousness, like like a fever I don't dream. Know. yeah, <laughs> it's like what is this like wh- like where are we like what what's the theoretically
1: i think we're inside marilyn monroe's mind we are that moment where she gets to see her entire life right before she passes
2: i yeah i mean <laughs> sure i guess that's not the...
1: that's why that's why we end it with "Don't forget don't me. forget
2: me please hey, please take, take care, care. <laughs> Please take care. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget, um, don't forget me. Don't forget me. Don't forget me. Now You we're won't forget me, me, will
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Promise you won't forget.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: I just I know
1: yeah, She has bad ideas. These are bad ideas. I hate them. And I just I wish like, she would just work with the music, please. Sing I just that love earth.
2: her reading Tom's songs. Like that song. It's
1: boring. <laughs> oh my god,
2: it's so He's in the room. <laughs>
1: right? he is in the room.
2: He is in the room. But I also feel like it's like well, uh, she doesn't probably know who he is. <laughs> She's probably like, oh, are you that guy? Is he one of the people that wrote the songs for me? (laughs) Well, moving forward, that night, Tom vents to Sam about Rebecca's comments about the music in the show. The two end up at Tom's apartment, flirting hardcore over drinks. Tom then goes to make his move, but he is then stopped by Sam, who reveals that he's an old-fashioned Christian and doesn't like to rush into sex. Tom is visibly nervous about the news and Sam reassures him that taking things slow will be the better way to not screw things up. So you had thoughts about this scene. Let's 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 get into it. I have
1: thoughts. Oh, do I ever? You know I
2: didn't um... like can I can I say one thing? I didn't like his I didn't like his like slight condescending tone where he's like, believe me, my way is better. I'm like, okay. Slight condescending.
1: I think that was fucking condescending. Now, I hated it because it's like, what in the gay world is happening where like the gay representation, the main gay plot that we are wanting to put in front of your (laughs) eyes is a Christian overtoned rare situation. How many times have you found yourself in that situation?
2: Well, see, it's weird. Like, there's part of me that's like, I know there is a big... or well, not big, but there is at least a section of the LGBT community that struggles with, like, you know, I still am Christian. I have my Christian values, but how do I amend that with, like, LGBT values? But there's... And that's fine. Like, that's, like, fine uh-huh. as a storyline. Yeah. I just don't like that he first of all i don't like also that he sort of shames tom for like what's the longest relationship you've ever had i'm like Boom. dude, that doesn't mean because that's first of all very insulting personally to me yes. who in that moment was like well i've only ever been in a relationship that was like around six months but i'm not like then he
1: he, he follows up with that oh i know what kind of guy you are and you know yeah, I, don't
2: what? Like, it, I don't like that because we don't get a feeling that tom is like a jerk or anything at this point it's just like he's like maybe a workaholic might be the biggest problem and but
1: maybe like self-centered these are all believable things sure. but it's like yeah it 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 painted him in a bad light which it made me very unhappy that our main gay character in his storyline honestly it painted him as somebody who was over sexualized because that's part of what he uh you know, shames him against he literally was like, No, I think of it as holy. And then they give him the line of you think sex is holy, like in disbelief. And it's just well, honestly, yeah, that's it's becoming just like not a good light. It's just it didn't look good in any way. It made it made both the gays not look good in that. And I don't well, know. it's just alienating just like because
2: it. like yes. I I'm not religious in like you know, really any way, so I can have respect about talking about it, but I definitely was like well, I don't give a fuck about this. Like, you know, like, I, I'll be honest, to be totally honest, if I'm on Tinder and I'm swiping through guys, if in their profile it says, like, um, you know, like, Jesus first or I'm a man of God or something, I swipe out. Like, I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, and not, not even as, like, a judgment of their beliefs, but it's more, oh, like, I, I'm not that. And like that's not that's not gonna work for me. And as a gay kid from like the south, I also have a complicated yep. thing with religion. So whenever it becomes like this kind of character, I'm like, oh god, are we going here? Like, really?
1: Yeah, I just it, again it if you're a Christian like... and
2: gay, that's fine. I'm not saying that's like makes you weird, but it's just like no
1: no, no. I don't know why it they just, felt that feels... he takes
2: Sam this way.
1: Thank you. It feels like why did we put Why is this the gay storyline that we're putting in a TV show series about a Marilyn Monroe musical?
2: I'm sure somebody got something positive out of this. It's just for me, I could have used without this, like, storyline. I don't think it was needed to flesh out Sam. I think there could have even been, like, I think there could have been even a even more interesting thing about, like, femininity versus masculinity in the gay community and like stereotypes. Like, I think there could have been like a different thing they could have done, but I just, yeah, I, did, I didn't need the religions plot line. It just wasn't
1: handled with care. And it honestly just felt like, um, it felt like a trope that they just decided to plug in when they were like, let's get the LGBT audience more involved than the fact that it's a musical about Marilyn Monroe. You know, yeah. it's like, that's probably who's watching. But yeah. you know, I don't know. <sighs> Upset yeah. me. They did the same thing. They did the same thing on a uh quite a few other series. Like anytime somebody like I don't know if it's about like
2: I don't I almost wonder if it's this weird thing where they're trying to attach quote unquote like traditional values onto gay characters to make them feel more humanized to like straight uh, middle America, which I don't uh, have time for that either. You know, so yeah, let's mm, It's not so, have
1: time to baby you. I don't have time. Uh, so, hold on. Where's, what's your stance on... I've been seeing this floating around. What's your stance yeah. on... Does kink belong at Pride?
2: Say what? About what? Sorry?
1: D- does kink belong at Pride? Within reason, I think, sure.
2: yes. within reason I think yes. Within reason, yes. I
1: think yes. I don't think that this is a safe place that's meant to be sanitized and sterilized Oh, well, I definitely believe in that. consumption.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's why... I mean, within reason... I, the only thing I say, like, within reason, I'm just like, well, it just depends on, like, how, like uh you know like would it be considered like public indecency like in public I, I think know,
1: as like, long as it's consenting adults oh, oh, in sure, yeah. a area at a time i don't know i'm just i guess I'm, i was
2: more like referring to like nudity and stuff but not so much like clothes or actions or anything like that just mainly like eh. but i'm also like it's gay pride and i i definitely do not believe that gay pride should be leaning more towards the comforts of like family values than Thank gay values you. that's I, so i definitely because that reinforces
1: that. the thing here that you know sam's doing yeah too. i don't love that it, it it's a, it, there are tones of homophobia or at best like tones of privilege in in it
2: because you know? i have this thing where like let's say i'm at pride and there's people doing like some kink that's like not my thing um, even if I am like like, ugh, that makes me a little uncomfortable. Well, that's my thing. That's just because it's not for me. I can just keep walking and walk past it. I don't need to have their whole pride experience shifted because it made me uncomfortable for ten seconds. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. but I I'm also pretty much like let people do what they want as long as they're hurting anyone. So uh, I'm pretty flexible that oh. way. So yeah. Well, I, sorry, I some of those remember.
1: flexible ones want to be hurt, honey. Well,
2: they're they're the ones like trying the most <laughs> kinky. oh god well the later we see eileen back at her office going through her messages which includes one from nick the hot bartender she grabs the information that ellis dug up on him the episode before and starts to dig deeper into his past oh Um, (laughs) the next day we see julia and frank meet with leo's teacher apparently he's close to flunking out of school julia goes into all of the dirty secrets that frank keeps trying to avoid talking about Back in she's rehearsal. Like digs
1: deep and just gives it all to that character. Digging deep. Honey.
2: Digging deep. <laughs> Back in rehearsal, we see Rebecca still struggling with the musical numbers and struggling even more with an erratic boyfriend who tries to storm into the rehearsal space. We then see Karen dropping by Dev's office, but unfortunately, it isn't Dev's office anymore. She gets Dev alone and finally asks him to let her know what's really going on with his job as we head into our next clip. Hold on.
1: Uh, Hold on, hold on. Before we do that clip, yeah, I yeah. just have to do. I have to do the moment, just because, again, it's a movie star moment, and yeah. Uma Thurman delivers it perfectly. Dear They're dear. in that rehearsal, and the dear guy it. just storms in, and he's like, "Where is she?" And she's just immediately like, "Get out of here, Colin! Oh, get out of here, Colin! Get out of here!" The most <laughs> rehearsal. <laughs> Colin. It's just simple, really effective. Uh, Eileen Get runs up here, with Colin. Mace. <laughs> she <laughs> runs up with Mace immediately. It's the one time she ever springs into action about anything. She runs up and she's like, if oh, yeah, you Eileen. don't leave, I'll have to temporarily blind you. And it's like, I believe I
2: right now I'm going to temporarily blind you.
1: This is nuts. i, I just think like, it's okay, blind... Eileen. Come on, Eileen. <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> <come on. laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> It's a it's an Eileen heavy episode, and I just uh...
2: I'm always down for an Eileen heavy episode. Yeah, well here we go. And so here we have Karen at Dev's office in our next clip.
0: When were you going to tell me that that weasel got press secretary? Eventually. Eventually, when? Well, I don't know you've been pretty wrapped up in the show lately, and Rebecca Duval and all that. So it's my fault you don't talk to me anymore. Looks like you're talking to her plenty. Whoa,
1: oh, fair point. It's not exactly like we've on the same page lately.
0: How can we be on the same page when you're not even telling me what page you're on? I mean, how long ago did this thing happen? Is there anything else I should know about? You seem to be more upset about not knowing than the actual news. You know how badly I wanted this job. I'm so sorry. You're right. Mm-mm. Hey, there's a special screening tonight of Rebecca's new movie. I think that might help take your mind off things. Uh, no. no, thanks. Oh, come on! <sighs> it's a sequel to Casual Friday, oh. the first one. and We haven't laughed together in a long time. Think about it, please. Sure.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, okay. Let's get into this
1: because um, I okay. think he's
2: being. I think he's. I'm not team Karen, as, as all of the listeners will know, but I think he is <laughs> Wait, treating uh, her like kind of like shit. Like, uh, in,
1: oh, he's an awful boyfriend.
2: Like, he's being a real dick to her in a way where she's like, because he says, like, you seem more upset about not knowing the news than the actual news. I'm like, well, it's weird that you didn't tell her this. Like, she's your partner. Why did She has not- a
1: reason to be upset right now, and sorry that you know it's a, a layered reason. Right, right.
2: and he yeah. is, and he is being more um, emotionally vulnerable with his fucking coworker than her, because she walks in. I didn't pair the notes, but she walks in on like them being all like, like she's very sitting on close. his desk. Yeah. yeah, she's
1: sitting on his desk, and they are leaning into one another. And in an intimate space. For yeah, sure. it's not. Oh, and also, whenever whenever Karen walks in, they have a very quick moment. And the girl who the the woman that he's for with, his coworker, RJ. Yeah, she, the actress who's playing RJ, is killing it because oh, no. uh, when Karen walks in, it's so funny to think about this because there's no line. She's not yeah. given any line. But as she just immediately starts to leave the screen. She mouths that she's, she mouths, um, I'm going to go now. Um, <laughs> oh, no, like, she's good. Nobody was talking to you, bitch. It's not in the script. But she's like, oh. and it's like, oh, you're oh, excusing God. yourself because you know. You know where so, well, your vagina thing. was pointing.
2: Here's the other thing. <clears throat> If your girlfriend shows up and you instantly go into like, oh, um, um, hello, I'm like, you know you're doing something then. Cause you wouldn't have acted that way if everything was like cool, if you actually thought you weren't doing anything wrong. So no no no. Yeah, I
1: don't oh yeah. I can't. One handout. Uh, but also, I do just have to say this. I would fuck the shit out of Dev. I just Oh, he hot. is so hot. Is he not just fine? Oh, he's very fine.
2: Also, I do think they do kind of a character assassination on him over this season. Because I don't think this guy in this scene is the Dev from the first episode. Like, it doesn't...
1: Thank you for saying Yeah, I completely agree. They just were like, well, we need to free Karen up to be able to sleep with Derek a lot more. God. So, but that doesn't even happen um, until like season
2: two, so it's like not even but for that's a real reason. Saying.
1: And also, the thing is,
2: like, yes, she's in a Broadway show, but like, her schedule is really not that crazy compared to his, like, you know, like she's probably out of that rehearsal room. By like maybe eight, like, you know, like maybe nine o'clock if it's like that late, but it always seems like it's earlier. Like, so maybe it's like five or six. So I it's, say,
1: it's a Broadway show. So they're going to be doing equity. Yeah.
2: Like, so they're probably done by six. Like, you know, so right. I don't understand why he's acting like it's just weird. I don't know. It's
1: like it, never <laughs> sees her and never has the chance to. And, and actually, there is like, the reason we keep the same hours.
2: Well, you know, the other reason this drives me crazy is because when they write the, her storylines so messy, it just keeps reinforcing this, like, Karen as the patron saint of Broadway. Like, well, Karen didn't do anything wrong. Like, it just, it makes oh. it. And I don't know why it's, I don't know if it's just because the way she plays it or what, but just like, it just drives me crazy. Because I'm like, she's not that <laughs> great. <laughs> she's not that great. <laughs> oh. So Any other thoughts before I move forward?
1: Um, Just that dev is hot and I want to see what it looks like. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to see it. I want to see it. I just
2: want to see it. I want to see that.
1: <laughs> you know, <laughs> after a long yeah, day of me... work, I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I can. Yeah. So that's about it. Yeah.
2: Well, Eileen finally calls Nick back and agrees to meet with him later to talk about everything that's been going on. Then she's surprised by a visit from Rebecca, who comes to rave about the new script pages from Julia. She asks that they all skip the movie screening that night and instead get the creative team together for a work session. After Rebecca leaves the office, Eileen calls Derek to give the warning to the others. Later at Tom's, Eileen announces she's decided that if Rebecca asks for any more changes, she's going to deny her requests. We then catch up with the bombshell cast at a movie screening and they gossip about all the changes in the show. We also see Dev cancel on Karen and we see Ellis make an ass out of himself as he accidentally talks shit about Rebecca's assistant with him still on the phone line. He tells Ellis to not bother coming to the screening. So, wow. Like, (laughs) sorry. Because I... I... What an idiot! I'm sorry. Like,
1: if you're gonna talk, oh my god! Like, (laughs) know who you're talking to, you dumb bitch. Also, like, like, what kind
2: of life is he living? That he's like saying to his like girlfriend, i like, hey, I go, I've got to string along that loser some more tonight. but I'll see you home later." And she's like, "Okay." Like, you know, like what kind of yeah. life?
1: What kind of life well,
2: do they have together?
1: <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The kind of life that they have together, they have got to be professional criminals or something like that. Because
2: you know then, what I mean? Yeah, because then later that character, his like girlfriend slash roommate slash whatever the show wants us to think she is, she's
1: right there with it.
2: Yeah, she seems like, oh, he was being such a shady jerk. And I'm like, okay, so what was... Oh, it's strange. I just don't get it. But also, yeah, good for that assistant be like, uh, it's still some loser.
1: Oh, my God. No, he did that really well. and Yeah, it, it was intense. Um,
2: what did you think about Dev canceling on Karen for the screening?
1: It's completely shitty because... uh Number one, you know, um it was already like pressed between them. Yeah. She already had the exact suspicion, and then the reason he's canceling, we see that he's canceling and he is out with his coworker.
2: And that's you shitty. Know? That at that point I'm like, it you're is. actually being a piece of shit.
1: He's he's being a piece of shit because at this point what he is doing that is cheating. I think that's where what No, that's cheating.
2: cheating. That's that's actually Do worse you know what I mean? than sex to me.
1: Yeah, well, I don't think it's worse. I just think it's well because I think it's sex could
2: well, I think sex for me could just mean like you know you're missing something from. I guess they're both similar idea like you're missing something from a relationship. Mm-hmm. But when you're literally mm-hmm. choosing to have like emotional, emotional, emotional intimacy with your coworker and you're blowing off your girlfriend to go get that, that's like mm-hmm. you would rather them comfort you than me. That's, and it, that's exactly like, it. Really That's
1: exactly weird. it. And and like you were saying earlier, uh, you're saying they kind of commit assassination on his character yeah. pretty much from like mid season remember how in love with her he one. was
2: in the first episode
1: and supportive yeah. and you know it was really he was still there whenever they were doing the uh uh the Adele um oh God, yeah. what is that song you know rumor has it <laughs> yeah. rumor, has rumor has it rumor has it when they were doing all that yeah i love that dance um but they they really just about faced his character. And I hate this moment. I yeah. hate that. I hate it. Makes me so sad because I'm like, God damn it. That's just real and bad. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Basically, Deb.
2: we'll Deb's a dick. But I would like to Deb see is Deb's a dick,
1: dick and I want it.
2: And I would like it. But
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, we then see Rebecca finally arrive for the work session. And they're trying to finally find some common ground with the show, as we head into our next clip of the episode.
0: We, uh, we really appreciate uh-huh. hearing your thoughts about, uh, you know, wanting to pull back on the songs. Right. But, um, moving forward... You want to keep the music numbers in their entirety, right? Mhm. Fine. I get <laughs> it. It's a musical, <laughs> you want to hear a bunch of songs. <laughs>
1: okay, great. Um, which brings us to the songs
2: themselves. Um, we really do appreciate your thoughts about the songs.
0: (laughs) If if we're gonna work together, you can't be so afraid to tell me the truth. Trust me. (laughs) I want to be as good out there as you want me to be. So let's get down to work. Right off the bat, I suggest that you lower the key in all the songs, giving me more vocal support and cutting back on the solos. And Tom, look, I know you don't want to touch Dig Deep, but I just can't handle that kind of ballad.
2: Ah! Understood. Thank you. Ah!
0: And I was thinking about hiring a vocal coach. Is that a good idea? Yes. Yes. Yes.
2: Yes. Um, I would say, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I love when no she comes Uma. in like,
2: hi, I'm actually like very smart, I'm about to say.
1: Oh, it's so funny. And it's just, I think that's actually a really nice scene, that right there. Yeah, All of that is very enjoyable. Um, It's, it's just super, super funny. That she's now suddenly so self-aware. Yes. It's <laughs> yes, like,
2: oh no, I know. I can't sing that well. And you want the songs on the show because it's a musical and I signed up for a Broadway musical. Yeah, I know, I know.
1: <laughs> that's no, like because you didn't seem to understand before
2: yeah <laughs> like you didn't you didn't really get this like uh a couple days ago or like even like today but interesting it's
1: also it's really funny she references tom i know you really don't want to touch dig deep but i just can't handle the ballad like that. i can't handle that kind of ballad i'm like <laughs> it's Honey, so that funny that is not the hardest ballad in the show and it's also like this is the first and only time that we ever hear about Dick deep, deep because it, tom doesn't give two shits about this song uh it does not recur it is not our motif so i'm like what where is this maybe she from? was trying
2: to say like the last thing you should be doing is adding more ballads like maybe that's what she was like trying to say like i don't need another ballad because i'm like girls yeah is not, this is not hard
1: but she said what she said and she this said song is hard for her said. oh my god
2: yeah i just uh, the thing with uh, i just don't understand why her character would have or yeah why rebecca as a person would have even agreed to do this show like after hearing all of these like songs like it's it's truly wild to me unless she only had like sheet music and stuff and maybe she just didn't read sheet music so she's like great cool i can do this
1: I don't know. what's the know, delusion um, of Hollywood,
2: like you think you could just do everything because you're a movie star?
1: Yeah, and I think maybe she wanted to live in New York for a little while. She wanted to she's deep. like, She's like, I'll get a job in New York. That way I'll be close to Colin. Yeah, so that's Broadway, right? Get out of here, yeah. Colin. Get out of here, Colin. Broadway. <laughs> yeah. Man. Get out of yeah. here.
2: Get out of here. We later catch up with Ivy and Karen getting drunk at the bar. They're having a nice enough time until Ivy tries teasing Karen about Dev canceling on her, which leads to her storming out. Which I must say, hope he Ivy, makes it in time. I was like, Ivy, why are you being a bitch? <laughs> Get
1: yeah, she's just like, hope he makes it in time. Oh, looks like it's about to start. but then she's like
2: she's like "Ooh, you better you better looks like he's getting sexy with somebody i'm like girl that's you did not have that kind of friendship you know what i mean also at some point it's like ivy like we get it karen got the part you're upset blah 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 well how long are you gonna like fucking punish this girl like what what is even the thing here anymore
1: well the thing is in this particular episode they do a thing where they're like "No, no no they're friendly because Ivy comes back to rehearsal, and instead of it being weird or whatever, uh, that's when Karen gets told, you know, we're not going to need you for understudy anymore. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, it sort of levels them out again. It's a reset, sure. and Ivy's doing that thing where she's overly nice and, you know, I'm aggressively sure. nice. I would say.
2: Oh yeah, especially in the last um, episode too. She was acting that way a lot.
1: Exactly, because she needed back in the show. Eh, so, eh. I just, um, I don't know. In this episode, we're getting. Kind of force-fed the Karen and Ivy friendship. That but it's we never even to. really a
2: friendship. It's never even exactly. to be a lasting friendship.
1: Exactly. No, not really. And it's always just the two of them when it is going well between them.
2: Ugh, yeah. Uh, well, back at Julia's, we see her finally sit down with Frank to talk to Leo. She urges him to not let her mistakes lead to him messing up at school. She makes a deal to introduce him to Rebecca Duval if he gets his grades up at school. As we get another fabulous line reading from julia's son i mean what a what a knockout actor
1: how did he get the role i've I, always thought i that.
2: genuinely don't understand <laughs> like i don't get it i've seen him in other things and he's uh, he actually is a good actor but something about him in this part i just i i can't with it uh we catch I up i don't
1: with- know if I what what else is he in? I, I I've seen him, like Place Beyond the, the
2: Pines, uh, Brooklyn. Like he's he's been in a couple other like little indie indie drama stuff. Um Okay, okay. Yeah, I've seen him be good. I've seen him not be this. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, we catch up with Karen, who rushes home to be with Dev, only to not find him there. We see that he's instead out to drinks with RJ still, and across town, Bitch. I, leave, I, I mean, I man, RJ is such a such a slut. I'm just gonna say. <laughs>
1: it gives me the
2: entire time
1: it gives me um very the last five years energy like whenever that cheating is happening i'm like it's like the same kind of thing you're like i just have a better life with them and i'm choosing (laughs) that you know and it's like oh
2: fuck you yeah get out Well, across town, Eileen finally gets on the same page with Nick, who admits to some lightly shady business practices in the past, but chalks it up to being a business owner in New York City. (laughs) Because, you know, you're just a little bit of a criminal if you're in New York, apparently. And we see the episode end with Rebecca and the company of Bombshell performing the newly reworked version of Dig Deep. Which leads to our last clip oh of the episode. And I, no oh my god.
1: That. Yes. I okay. didn't know we were going to do this. The challenge for the actor is to use sense memory of childhood trauma. The actor must deploy the, the, the conscious and dig in for the unconscious. The challenge for the actor never, never is ever try to. Entertain. Entertain. Let be your umbrella. Mumble your words. Unless they're. Stella! Is my favorite chorus member, that one improvisation plus some emotional masturbation. Visitor from the
0: western coast, can you dig it? I dig it the most. I'm through. She's covered. pretty, Maryland, it's right? New here. York and the actor's studio for me. And if any of those boys from Hollywood come a calling, you can tell them I said this. In history, there's this doctrine called Monroe basically told the enemy where to go. It was created to nurture and protect, but now a new Monroe Doctrine is in effect. So go tell Mr. Zanuck to read it at Cause I'm not just here, oh, to, take. So here cool. to take, I'm here D- to
1: I'm here be- to
2: What do you think of the reworked
1: number? Is it, is it a Well, now? it's so, it, it's so good, and I'm just so happy that they they uh, went away from the ballad staging that they were originally gonna do.
2: <laughs> right. I'm glad we don't have "Dig Deep" as that big ballad. That kind they obviously of ballad.
1: reworked it as they reworked it as a uh, an ode to all that jazz from Chicago,
2: which is very like 1960s beatnik. You know, uh, Greenwich Village, like serious actor with the black
1: turtlenecks and hard rimmed glasses. I'm like, we yeah, because that's exactly what I think of when I think Marilyn Monroe. Well, it was her for serious a while. Actress. This, is, know, a of, this is a part of her psyche. I, well, I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty out there. <laughs> Are you now? Are you a Marilyn
2: like super fan or are you kind of like whatever about Marilyn? What are your thoughts on, on the no, actual girl I, herself?
1: I, uh, I absolutely love Marilyn. Um, I actually read a biography of hers, you, you know, know, when what? I was like 16, because I was just like kind of really interested in her. Her life was tragic and sad. Um, she was a brilliant talent. I think she's wonderful. I think she's absolutely yeah. wonderful. So that's why I fucking love Smash. You know? <laughs> okay. but I don't so know. The I'm, product not like, of I'm like not being expert.
2: in the wrong era.
1: Yeah. And that's exactly how they handled her. I mean, they did it to a lot of uh, women, you know, back in the day, but th- they made her a product and it's heartbreaking, uh-huh. um, you know? And so it's really kind of interesting to see. It's kind of interesting to see these women, Doing their impersonations of Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> and yeah. then kind of how their storylines kind of match up sometimes. You know, like we've talked about it before. I know we talked about it on the last time I was on, but Derek is a horrible guy Always, uh, who, awesome. you know, and he's just kind of a personification of a lot of things that are wrong with Hollywood and
2: I, I love mean, the men that Marilyn Monroe dealt with, honestly.
1: Exactly. And so we get we get to see that with um Oh my gosh! All I can think of is—is is her name's Deborah Messing? But what's her character? Julia. <laughs> Julia, yeah, with Julia and uh, with uh, Will Chase, with the DiMaggio guy, Michael uh, Swift. You know, we we see all sorts of different things, and it's just—I don't know. It's interesting. It's a little too sexist for me. I'm gonna be honest. Like mm-hmm. I'll watching be all of it back, I'm like, oh no. Luckily no. they at
2: least talk about the sexism, so it's not like something we just take for granted, but it's still like, oh wow.
1: I still don't think it's like handled the right way. Oh no, it's, it's not right?
2: ha- oh, it's not handled great. Cause they have some times where it, it seems like Derek is allowed to get away with things if he's like, oh, I know I did something I... inappropriate. And it's like, okay, well, that doesn't mean that you're just like off the hug. <laughs> that doesn't mean that you're like cool because you know you're being a dick. Like not the way this works. Yeah, well, so that 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 brings us to the end of the episode, which leads us to the next main segment, which is the Maryland leaderboard, which is when I or the guest can give points to Ivy or Karen based on different moments in the episode, and at the end of the season, we will see who has the most points and will be crowned the definitive Marilyn Monroe. Do you have any points you would like to give to Ivy or Karen for
1: this episode? Well, I guess I'll start with Ivy because. Let's face it, Ivy was hardly in this episode. So <laughs> yeah. um, she she didn't do much. She really didn't. She she came back this to point rehearsal. Um she actually doesn't get a point.
2: Okay, no point. All right.
1: Yeah, I don't like that's why I just started with her because I don't have, oh, like, they were do saying you we have one a to point avoid for
2: her her. I was like, oh,
1: okay. I know I just I, I think that she showed up, she's biding her time. I don't think that she's really embodying the Marilyn so much in this episode. Um, She's being too conniving. Mm, (laughs) Um, But I just love Megan Hilty. Sure. So there is no reason to give her a point this week. So I can't. But I just want to say, Megan Hilty. I agree. No points for you. Mm -hmm. But uh, Karen, uh, I mean, I'm kind of ashamed to admit it. But yeah, our day will come. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and award a point for her the day purple has dress. Come. Mm-hmm.
2: Her day has come.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. honey. Mm-hmm. That purple dress. I think that <laughs> she looks great. And um,
0: yeah. yeah,
2: I think I'll give her a point for dealing with a shitty boyfriend, which is very Marilyn Monroe. I was about you know, to I'll, say that is
1: that. that was one I was going to give her a point for, too. Specifically, I'm going to give her a point for that line, which is like, well, it looked like you had no problem talking to her. Oof. Um I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it to her for that one. Wow.
2: Okay. Great. So that's two more points for Karen. Mm. Interesting. I mean, let's
1: face it. This doesn't happen often.
2: <laughs> no, I mean most people on the show have been more more Ivy leaning. So I will say, oh, Ivy- you, you
1: know. Uh- You know where my loyalties lie.
2: Ivy, (laughs) Ivy is in the lead. I will say at this point. I won't say by how much. I was just saying,
1: Ivy didn't. Ivy didn't show up and show out. Not
2: today. Not this week.
1: Uh Not today, Satan. (laughs) <laughs> uh,
2: well, this leads to my Karen moment of the week Which is just a moment from the episode that involves Karen That just made me ugh, roll my eyes And this week, for me, it says my Karen moment of the week Was just Karen doing the Marilyn voice during the stream sequence So it is my Karen moment of the week You,
1: you know, mind. I'm just going to go right with you Yeah, wouldn't be it so is sure that one
0: no, I mean, uh, Rebecca's going to be needing all my attention. And I'm just the understudy. I get it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere.
2: Uh, she's not going, going anywhere. Is that a threat? She,
1: she's like, you know, her interpretation of Marilyn Monroe, isn't it like a little bit Minnie Mouse? Oh, yeah. You know, like... Oh, do me, do just, me. I'm just going to be petite Don't and worry. small. And that's Marilyn Monroe. Don't worry, Derek. I'm not going anywhere. (laughs) Don't forget me. It's Lady Bunny. (laughs) It's going anywhere. (laughs) Oh my God. Don't forget me, girl. Don't forget me. (laughs) Don't forget me, Diva. (laughs) Oh my God. Her new book probably out this summer.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's the end of the episode. Do you have any final thoughts overall? Um, Rebecca, going forward, are we feeling any? I remember when I first saw this episode, I was like, "Cool!" So she has one number. So we now have one number that she can do. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: Again, I, I'll just bring up the point that they never use this number again. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, hmm, "Well, yeah, I do." And I, in
2: season two, they bring it back oh, eventually.
1: They get Megan Hilty has a moment with yeah, it. I think they bring it back, but, but it's it like five. Back. Ten seconds.
2: But it is brought back. We must. We Fair cannot. Enough. We cannot forget that.
1: Yeah. Well, don't forget me. I'll uh, forget. No, I'll I forget just...
2: that. <laughs> I will forget that. No. I yeah. just. Also, the funny thing about Rebecca is that Rebecca, oddly enough, <laughs> within like maybe a couple more notes, has probably a more realistic real version of what Marilyn's actual singing range was. You know what I mean? Because, like, Marilyn was not, like, a, a great singer. It was not, like, she was, she sold it with charisma. So I feel like they're trying to get her to a place where she can at least do that, where it's like, well, yeah, the voice isn't that great, but Marilyn's not, I mean... That's but, but it's also, like, stupid, because to me, my thing is, this is not a biopic. This is not, like, a movie. It's supposed to be, like, a Broadway fantasy of Marilyn Monroe. So if we're doing Broadway fantasy, then it's, it's Megan Hilty all the way. So it's just, like, it's funny that we ever spend any time on this show being, like, who's more appropriate for this, Karen or Ivy? Like, give me a break.
1: It's Broadway, and so you pick Megan Hilty. Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. You don't pick the girl from
2: Iowa who likes hot dogs. Uh,
1: Who's like, this is my first Broadway show I auditioned for. Wait, downstage what? What do you mean downstage? Derek. you want me to go down on stage? I said I wouldn't do that in your apartment. (laughs) Sing happy birthday. Sing happy birthday. Do it. Wait, (laughs) what? 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 The vibrato. (laughs) The vibrato on the, the vibrato
2: time. you did on my couch in my apartment. Come on, Karen. <laughs> what I sexually harassed you. Are you blind?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, dear wow. wow. Well, this was
2: fun. We finally are mm-hmm. into the Uma Thurman uh, section of the season, which is my favorite section.
1: You know, like I said, when I first watched it, I did not enjoy this section. But you know, I was I was at the time wanting Smash to be really
2: good. Right, you know, we so gave up on that a long time ago. <laughs> it
1: gets it gets realistic. After, and once we hit the finale of season one, we're like, oh, okay. When like, uh, ground, like ground Up we peanuts become
2: a major antagonist?
1: Oh my god, it's just nuts! Yeah, oh my god.
2: Sad. Well, would you like to let the listeners know where they can support you online?
1: Absolutely. I am on the internet at A Whole Human on Insta, Twitter. Um, Yeah, that's about it right now. That's it. You can, of course, catch me uh, every week on 2K's Watch. I know we're taking a bit of a hiatus until All-Star 6 uh, Mm. premieres. That's only like a couple of weeks, though. I know. I'm ready. Like, like we've three, been discussing maybe that. Three weeks away? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. killer excited for these queens. Who's your most? I'm who Team are you Eureka. most excited
2: about from season? Uh, Team Eureka. Fashion? Team Eureka, really?
1: That's yes. That's who I really, honestly, retroactively looking back on it. If Eureka had been able to win season ten, I would have been very happy to. So, I guess
2: what, well, I have. A, I think that she almost did. But I think I all of that controversy with her at the time, they just—it yes. it, it wouldn't have been good for her. So actually, I think it's probably uh, better for her. I feel like my perspective on her has changed a lot after like we're here and everything. I think it really contextualized her personality for me more. Um, I mean, she's always going to be that loud bitch. That is just her personality. She is a loud bitch. But I don't think she is a mean-hearted loud bitch. I just think that she's no. a loud girl from the country. Um, The one I'm rooting for, I'm sort of like this two-way tie between um, Sonique and Ginger Minge, Those are like the two I'm the most like excited to see what their journey is going to be. Because I think conversely, Ginger, I think barely lost season seven. I think if she'd had a better final runway and had not been so like, she got so obsessed with like older queens versus younger queens towards the end. I think it actually hurt her public image like with the show i think if she had not leaned into that so much she could have won i think she was looking a little bitterville towards the Mm. end so i think that hurt her
1: i get that absolutely agree for sure oh wow well, oh, if you want to
2: find me, you can find me at Zachary, No H on Instagram or Twitter, and you can follow the show at IAW Podcast, where every week we have multiple days of content, including TV Tuesdays, Film Fridays, and the newly minted Messy Mondays, where you can always call in and leave a voicemail at the Messy Mondays hotline, and you know you want to do that, because it's so much fun. Uh, well, Aaron, thank you so much for dropping by the show
1: absolutely i'm already uh dialing the number and i'm about to leave my messy ass message oh get messy <laughs> i can't wait <laughs> bye bye, bye.